Okay, hi, welcome back. So back to the charts. Uh, so why does Libya has the highest uh, GDP uh, in that year, eh? that particular year? Eh? Because uh, actually the GDP for a developed country such as um, Singapore, Japan, uh, US, uh, Sweden, Finland, uh, Denmark, eh? actually the, 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 the GDP is high. But when we compare in term of growth, eh, percentage growth, the percentage difference between this year and next year, the percentage will be will be smaller. The developing countries, on the other hand, will will have higher percentage growth eh, because um, they are trying to catch up with with the developed countries. Eh? And and then uh, the example here is a good example just to show you how does percentage sim sometimes is uh, misleading misleading means that it doesn't actually show the act uh, the real truth of the situation eh? for example when you say that you have you invest um, 100 ringgit and you get 10% of that 100 ringgit uh, so you only actually you just get 10 ringgit from that investment eh? compare when you only get 3% but from 1000 ringgit uh, you actually get 30 ringgit eh, compared to 10 ringgit so sometimes percentage does not really uh, representing the actual actual data right so slide number 66 so again this is uh, i think this is just a self-explanatory so i think you can read it on your own so basically just um, summarizing what we have discussed earlier so next slide slide number 67 so this is gross national gross national product so gross national product is another uh, method of measuring uh, the the health of the of the economy of the countries eh? so uh, the differences between G and P gross national product compared to gross domestic product is that um, for GNP, uh, it will include income generated by population outside the countries. Eh? For example, if a Malaysian, um, a company in Malaysia have a company, uh, for example, they have a, a palm oil uh, production in Indonesia. So the the money that the company from Indonesia bring back to Malaysia will be calculated in term of GNP but for GDP um, it is not being included eh? so if a company have uh, if a, a, a country uh, the people in the countries have uh, multinational a lot of multinational companies around the world the GNP is actually will be higher compared to GDP okay so there's an example given in the slides so I think it is self-explanatory I think you can understand from from the readings eh? so I just you can I, I, I just forward to the to the next slide eh? slide number 68 uh, the same thing so you can read it on your own 69 you can read it on your own right so slide number 70 this is um, uh, quite interesting so uh, example of the differences between GDP and GNP this is the data is from uh, World Bank 
Uh, you can see that some countries have higher GDP compared to GNP and some countries have higher GNP compared to GDP. Um, if you look at the, the, the writings, eh, there is a nominal difference between GDP and GNP figures of a particular country depending upon how the economic activities of the nation are spread across domestically or globally. Nominal means there is not so much different. There is um, minimal differences between GDP and GNP. So if the country have a higher GNP, uh, meaning that the country such as um, US and Greece, um, they, uh, they have uh, um, invested the company in originated in US and Greece have invested in more countries outside of their own countries uh, and when they calculated GNP it will be much higher than GDP so um, vice versa terbalik, eh, with the country which has higher GDP and GNP right so how does uh, construction industry <coughs> contribute to the economy okay so this is just a slide to show you the relationship between um, construction industry uh, construction growth compared to uh, GDP so basically the construction industry is a is a very sensitive uh, industry very sensitive sector that will um, Effect, eh? if the GDP of a country is uh, is it's not very good, it's low, it will affect the construction growth of the country. Because if the country have a lower GDP, the government have less to spend, and most of the jobs, most of the project has been shut down or um, stop or reduced. Eh? So because of that the growth of the construction industry have a direct relationship with GDP. For example, uh, you can see that in 1985, the GDP is negative 1.1, but the construction industry growth have reduced tremendously eh, from 4.2% into negative 8.4. And then it, it keeps on uh, reduced for the next year. Although the GDP is already recovered eh, in 1986, but in in construction industry is negative 14 percent. Uh, after 1988, only the the construction growth is positive. So the construction industry is very sensitive. It is the one of the earlier sector that affected due to the um, um, negative growth of the GDP. And it is also uh, a sector that is um, a little bit uh, late to recover from from the GDP, right? And then uh, this is just a graph. So if you look at the graph, the the same pattern uh, appears. Eh, if you compare the GDP and also the construction growth. Eh? Uh, so if the GDP is dropped, the construction industry growth will also drop. Yeah? You can see the similar pattern.
and then the next slide is the uh, construction share to employment from 1980s to 2004 so you can see that um, if the construction uh, workforce the economy is good then there will be more there will be higher employment if the construction industry is um, limited or reduced there will be uh, less of uh, workforce eh? so this is um, basically just a um, it's a logic lah, eh? it's common sense eh? right. so next is the um, flow charts eh? the, the flow charts of the growth of uh, share of employment on in construction right next uh, slide number 75 we have three slides three slides left so we try to finish this uh, so the impact of vision 2020 on construction industry so this is actually is obsolete because we are in 2020 eh? so vision 2020 was coined by uh, Tun Mahdi but we already in 2020 there is no flying cars <laughs> uh, so um, they have uh, a new vision and they call it Shared Prosperity Vision 2030 uh, introduced last 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 years I think but uh, more or less is basically the same eh? um, the impact on on the construction industry they want the economic growth through industrialization they have they want more factories more office buildings more housing uh, then uh, they want population growth and when population grow they will have um, they will need more infrastructure eh? more house more office and more demand for inter more internal demand meaning that uh, the industry in Malaysia doesn't have to look outside of Malaysia to get their market so we uh, the, the Malaysian market itself can uh, accommodate eh? the, 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 the manufacturing the the economy and the local economies in Malaysia and then urbanization uh, infrastructure uh, challenges uh, this one uh, I think is very straightforward and then in some cases like I mentioned in the earlier podcast um, sometimes government have introduced their monetary or fiscal policy in order to to save the economy eh? to save the economy in the countries uh, if you if you um, read the um, budget 2021 uh, government has increased the spending uh, in order to help uh, to boost the economy so this is what we call fiscal fiscal policy whereby the government will put more money to work in the country in order to uh, smoothen eh, to, to melancarkan um, economy eh, to jump start the, the economy uh, for example they give um, they provide more public goods uh, so the highways the highways is is um, um, I mean um, develop new highways or continue back the, the highway projects eh? they need to spend more uh, because construction is also um, is a, is a, a tool eh? for distribution of wealth meaning that um, if you build something it it has the um, chain reaction eh? uh, for example okay 
if there is a construction in 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 uh, Samarhan for example uh, when the construction happen there will be a market for food and drinks eh, for in the canteen uh, uh, on site on site or on the roadside of the construction it will generate more uh, I mean economy eh, more income eh, to to Machi and Pachi that are selling food stall outside the construction site and then of course like like we have discussed in the previous slides the SDDS the construction contributed to different type of industry the mining the quarrying the transportation the manufacturing everything else so by investing in more uh, construction more development more infrastructure it will um, generate it can distribute more wealth and more income to a lot more people not just to the developer or to the contractors uh, to all to the consultant eh? it involves a lot of uh, different parties eh? and then the government also uh, can intervene to stabilize the economy eh? uh, I mentioned before the fiscal policy uh, monetary policy if you're interested to learn more I think you this is um, you can google the term eh? fiscal and monetary policy I think I have misspelled the monetary eh? uh, this one is uh, misspelled M-O-N-E T-A-R-I-E-S that's the actual uh, uh, spelling eh? so so please forgive me <laughs> alright and then and then the government also can help to intervene when they they have to sustain external negative impact for example the decrease in oil prices the boycott of palm oil products so this this is where the government have to intervene eh, in order to stabilize the economy and the last one is to avoid monopoly uh, in this case uh, certain industry have been monopolized, monopolized by some people so the government can create new policy or can create a GLC to help to um, stabilize eh, the, 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 the economy eh, monopoly means only some certain of groups uh, have making money the businesses on that certain items so government can help to stabilize the economy by uh, creating new policies to uh, reduce the monopolies eh? uh, this is um, in Malaysia this is um, not so obvious but um, if you remember uh, Google Google have been um, uh, have been uh, summoned eh, by by the US court. Uh, Microsoft has also been uh, summoned because they, uh, if I'm not mistaken, last time they have, uh, I mean they they force uh, Windows users to use Internet Explorers. I think this one happens a lot of. Um, Number of numbers of years ago, lama dah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's about Internet Explorer. I think uh, Google just recently, I think a few years back, uh, there's an issue on Google, on and they call it uh, in US uh, to prevent monopolies. They use the term anti 
trust law eh to to help to prevent monopolies eh right and then uh, next slide slide number 77 relationship between construction and other sectors i have been discussed in previous um, slides so i think we just skip this one and then the last one is the government policies again fiscal uh, monetary uh, this monetary is correct eh? the spelling is correct yeah, so i'm <laughs> sorry about the previous one and then you have other regu regulatory policies that can um uh influence eh, the the economic activities in in malaysia right i think that's all for this chapter uh we will continue on the next chapter in the in uh next week so thank you very much for listening um if you have any question again um sorry to stretch up to 16 minutes now almost 17 minutes if you have any question you can just ask me in um, whatsapp or Uh, Google Classroom. So I will try to answer your questions. All right. So thank you very much for listening until the end. Uh, okay. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Thank you.